Yo, is this thing on? Man, whatever. Walk with me. Yo, welcome back to Walk with TAB. Tim Bryson here, and as y'all know, I'm a black millennial who is eager to have unfiltered conversation with authentic people centered on international education, global sport, and black culture. Back again for another volume of a Tim Talk very excited and really um this is a quite a treat right it's been like what three or four tim talks in a row which is definitely the first time in our three-year history shout out to us celebrating three years a few weeks ago um but i'm back um unexpected because as y'all saw for those who follow us on um, instagram in particular and linkedin for that matter um last week on last friday I believe that's what Friday, the June 23rd, um, a piece that I wrote uh, for extra points. Shout out to Matt Brown for the opportunity and the freedom to really share. Um, but a piece that I wrote got amplified in D1 ticker. Uh, so for those who are in college sport and familiar with D1 ticker, y'all know what that means. For those who are not familiar with college sport or and unfamiliar with D1 ticker, um, D1 ticker is like the, uh, for lack of better lack of a better analogy, like the New York Times, the CNN of college sport, produced um, multiple times throughout the week, just highlighting you know high-level stuff um, across the college sport industry. But the piece that I wrote about college sport going global um, and why college athletic departments should embrace internationalization was featured in the ticker, uh, which is a huge moment for us um, as a business. It was a huge moment because D1 ticker, right, this large... Um, following or this platform has a large following and huge reach across all of Division One athletics. Um, in this case, um, begin and really is beginning to explore the intersection of sport and international education, right? The relationship between internationalization and athletics, uh, but truly beginning to introduce conversation about global sport in general, to which uh, up to this point um, has not been as loud um, and as deliberate. Um, as the piece that I wrote, um, again, um, at this point a week ago, which I'll be sure to share um, in our description to this podcast as well. But very similar um, to last the last Tim Talks, which I promise will be, you know, just under 15 minutes, and thank goodness it was. This podcast episode should not be more than, 15, well, we'll see, between 15 and 20, I'm assuming, uh, because one, I got work to do, right? I want to get back to work. Um, but two, this is really an update and reaction to what um, happened because we have some uh, very exciting news to share um, in just, I don't know, probably a few minutes. But before we do that, um, I think it's important to note that on last Friday was when I got the news that it was featured, that our article was featured in the ticker. Um, and last Friday, I was actually in Houston um, celebrating the union between Allie and Donald. Uh, which some of y'all are like, yo, who is Ali and Donald? Um, I said the same thing about Ali when I saw the saw the program. But Ali is Pashi, right? And Pashi is the individual, um, the outstanding black millennial mother who was our first guest on this show, right? Back on June 2nd, 2020. And just as Pashi helped us kick off uh, this podcast, this platform, and now business, um, it's, there's no coincidence that I got that news while in Houston celebrating her union, um, as that was another moment uh, to which this podcast and this platform, and this business, um, a moment for us to separate, right? A moment, a moment for us to elevate and a moment for us to position um, ourselves as a leader um, in global sport and international education moving forward. 
And at the wedding, uh, there are many people, um, not just from across the United States, but across the world who are there, um, which was super exciting. And of course, you know, the reception followed the ceremony, blah, blah, blah. We've all been to weddings um, at this point. Uh, but there are several different uh, dance songs that were being played throughout, you know, the, the, the reception. And I was talking to my guy who came all the way from Paris uh, to attend the wedding, Pashi's family, uh, my family now, too. And I looked at him. I'm like, yo, like, because he, he kept, like, singing the song, rapping the songs. I'm like, yo, like, you know this song? He was like, yeah. And I'm like, how? Like, literally how? And I can't remember exactly what song it was. I wish I would have wrote it down. But I'm like, how do you know this song? Like, like this one in particular. Like, you know, the Wobble? Sure. Uh, Soldier Boy? Sure. Like, you know, the stereotypical dances I get. But, like, this song, again, I don't remember which song it was. But this song, like, how do you remember this song? And he literally looked at me with his sunglasses on. With a straight face, um, and said, "Everything is global nowadays." And at that point, I'm like, "Yo, you're right. You're right, right." As, just as I talk about sport is global, he looked at me straight in my face and said, "Yo, everything is global. And that includes music, um, and really, that includes American culture. If you want to keep it a buck." But when he said that, of course, he didn't know I would be recording this episode this week. And he definitely did not know that I'll be referring to this conversation as an example of what I've been talking about over the last several years. But what he did was, one, you know, uh, help me to recenter and recognize and remember that the United States is not the center of this universe, let alone this world, which I appreciate. Uh, but number two, that, again, the sport is global. And just as music has made its way across, um, you know, different countries and continents, you know, across um, this universe, um, Sport is doing the same thing. However, I don't believe that in particular college sport, we have chosen to embrace this global presence, this global future in a way that we could. Um, because one, it not just can be global, but it will lead the way in education. Similar to how sport has led the way in activism and even diplomacy over the last several decades. So as I was thinking about, you know, what to what I want to say and what I want to share during this episode, I began to reflect on what has really happened over the last um, several weeks and definitely a couple months uh, because I continued to explore. Right. Like, again, I wasn't surprised um, nor shocked that D1 Ticker picked it up because I've been working for this. Right. I've been waiting on this to happen. I'm prepared and positioned to um, to lead the way um, as well. Right. It's not just a one time thing, but I've become more curious. I've become more um critical in, in some ways as well, because although college sport has not embraced or uh, really began to examine how, you know, this could, what this could look like, what the industry could look like in a global setting, in a global environment, professional athletics has. And I mentioned in the piece, right, we think about whether it's uh, Major League Baseball and Tokyo games. And of course, uh, they had a London um, series recently, um, as well as what will be opening their 2024 season in South Korea. Um, I think about the NBA, of course, their academies, but also the games they played in Abu Dhabi and Tokyo and Mexico City. Um, and, of course, having a franchise in Toronto. I think of the WNBA hosting their first game, outside, first competition outside of the United States. I'm um, in Toronto back in May 2023. Um, and then, of course, the NFL, which I believe I saw um, say this episode would drop on Thursday. Uh, but on Tuesday, what is it, June 27th, um, they opened up tickets for the uh, the games in Germany. I believe it's Munich. Um, within the first several minutes, there were 1.4 million people in the queue, and within the first 15 minutes, the game was sold out. Again, not a shock. Should not be a shock. But what's interesting, and I cannot. I've been waiting to say this so so much, is that 
all these organizations at the professional sport level, right, whether it be leagues, whether it be individual teams, they all have an internationalization officer, international affairs position on their staff, right? Every single one of them. And so it makes, we should not be surprised nor shocked, again, I keep using those two words on purpose, that they're continuing to expand their operations, they continue to expand their work, continue to expand their marketing and competitions in in non-U.S. countries because they have someone on staff who is dedicated and quite honestly gets paid to figure out how to do so, right? And as I said before, I'm in different pieces, both on, you know, well, both publicly, whether it be Twitter, you know, Instagram, or they're written uh, publications, right? Sports is a copycat industry. If it worked for one school, another school is going to try to copy it. If it worked for one team or one league, another team or league is going to copy it. And as I continue to look, I'm like, yo, like, if there's internationalization officers at the pro level, why are there not any internationalization officers at the collegiate level as well? And that's when I said to myself, I will be the first internationalization officer in college athletics. That's a manifestation, that's a declaration, that's a promise and a commitment to to doing so. But I'm not going to wait until an organization chooses that they want to invest in internationalization and really create a position, focus on internationalization um, in order to start doing the work. Um, So with that, this is when the real purpose, right, the primary purpose of this podcast truly begins. But before it begins, I had to give a proper introduction and really a reintroduction in regards to who I am and who we are. So my name is Tim Bryson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Walk With TFB, LLC. Walk With TFB is a black-owned consulting firm that assists athletes, institutions, and brands with international athlete development, internationalization strategy, and name, image, and likeness education. My work has been endorsed by the Biden-Harris administration as I was one of 25 black American entrepreneurs to be selected to participate in the inaugural African Descendant Social Entrepreneurship Workshop in March 2023. In addition to my entrepreneurship endeavors, I'm also a PhD student in the Student Affairs Program at the University of Maryland College Park. My research focuses on the relationship between internationalization and college athletics uh, with a deliberate focus on international college athlete career readiness. I'm a for- former Division I NCAA athlete and NCAA postgraduate intern, and I have served as a sport diplomat on, the ha- on behalf of the U.S. Department of State. Throughout my work, I continue to be a leading voice in public scholarship regarding sport globalization and its impact on international higher education. This introduction is important because for the last three years, uh, many of us, many of y'all, I'm a view walk with TAB as just a podcast, right? Or as the podcast, hopefully. <laughs> um, and that's not just who we are. Our podcast is an extension and will continue to be an extension of the work that we do throughout and really through our business. Again, primarily focusing on international athlete development, internationalization strategy, and NIL education. So as you saw the title of this episode, we're now open for business. We're now open for business. Celebration's in order, right? We're finally here. And so as we think about the work, as I said before, that um, Walk With TFB and that we offer, um, I'll first start with international athlete development. 
And international athlete development, for those who are listening, um, is really leveraging my understanding of college sport, student development theory, and international education to create strategies and programming focused on supporting an international athlete's life cycle in U.S. higher education. So this can be related to career readiness. This can be related to their trans- ongoing transition throughout um, U.S. higher ed. This pertains to their recruitment, um, right? So the entire recruitment process, uh, starting from you know first contact to time they make um, contact in the U- United States, as well as their transition out of U.S. higher education, whether that be uh, into a postgraduate internship, graduate education, full-time employment, and or professional athletics. From, from an internationalization strategy standpoint, right, we are dedicated to helping organiza- organizations expand their reach and their impact through effective internationalization strategies. Um, I said this plenty of times, but uh, sport is global and it's happening, right? It's happening now. It is now. Um, and global engagement in international affairs and athletics is no longer like this foreign concept, or no pun intended. So as we think about analyzing the market, you know, partnership development, cultural awareness, I mean, again, we will help your organization successfully navigate the evolving global marketplace, particularly as it pertains to sport. And then last but certainly not least, right, NIL education, right? And a lot of people are doing NIL, and I say that um, not to lump our work in what everyone else is doing because it's totally different, separate, distinct, unique, um, different, and different. Because we think about NIL, right? I said this before in, in many different podcast episodes that I've been featured in. The conversation about NIL has primarily focused on monetization. And that's not what that's not simply what we are focused on here at Walk with here at Walk with TFB. On our NIL education, all right, working with uh, athletes, colleges, universities, high schools, and brands, um, discuss the, both the opportunities and challenges surrounding NIL. And as I've said before on a number of different occasions, we don't need any more experts. We need truth tellers in the NIL space. And Walk With TAB is a truth teller, not just to our U.S. native athletes, but to all athletes, including our international athletes who are currently studying in U.S. higher education on an F-1 visa. Um, our NIL education programming is tailored um, to you know, respective athletes in their institution um, to m- help them make decisions and form decisions on how to leverage, right, how to own and leverage their NIL for not just monetization, but for entrepreneurship, social impact, and career readiness. So whether you work in international education, college athletics, or academia, Walk With TAB is here. And I would love to schedule time with y'all to speak about the work that you're currently doing, but also how Walk With TAB can best support your work um, and and augment your work to better supporting not just international athletes, uh, but also becoming more global and engaging internationalization practices, recognizing where we are and where we're going. I'm specifically thinking about coaches, athlete development educators, uh, ADs, right, senior level staff, as well as International Student Support Services Office to partner with as we move into uh, the 2023-2024 academic year. At this point, I'm also scheduling guest lectures for the fall 2023 semester. And if you already have your syllabi or syllabus for spring 24, we can definitely talk as well, but primarily focused on fall 23. 
So from a higher education faculty, sport management faculty, international affairs faculty, I would love to be included um, in your syllabi and in your planning, your course planning for the fall semester uh, to come in, speak with students, um, speak with y'all about college sport globalization and its impact on higher education. Uh, so if you want to learn more and discuss further, uh, be sure to hit uh, our DM um, and or our email, which again will be linked in the description to this podcast episode. As I said in the article, which I keep referring to, and I'll, I'll, again, I'll put the link here. I may even drop some, uh, you know, some summaries, if you will, some carousels on our IG page for those that want to swipe through um, and, and receive the high level information as well. The Big 12 conference, right, with Big 12 Mexico was first, but they certainly will not be the last to expand their operations, their competition, their marketing outside of the United States. This podcast episode and Walk With TFB partners um, are not those who want to move second, but rather those who want to move first uh, at the intersection of college sport and internationalization. So if that's you, your institution, your unit, your department, your office, hit my line. Let's walk. Let's get this going. Before I head out, like I said, we're going to keep this under 20 minutes, but I'm excited about because I know I like to have um, extended podcast episodes to flesh out stories, but these Tim Talks episodes, I like to keep them very brief and short uh, for us all to consume, you know, in one setting. There is a game that I continue to talk about on social media, and that game is happening on Monday, November 6, 2023. And that game is between the South Carolina Gamecocks and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish in Paris, which would be the first ever women's college sporting event women's college basketball sporting event, excuse me, outside of the United States. Walk with TNB will be taking a field trip to Paris for this game. You're hearing it here first. We will be taking a field trip to that game, and I would love for y'all to join us. So if you're interested, complete the link in the episode description. Um, Do it ASAP because at the end of next week, which I believe is the, what is that, like the 8th, 7th of July, um, I'll send out more information in regards to how we're going to book and schedule. Um, but again, I won't speak too much on this podcast episode. Just fill out the link and you'll get an email um, within a week. And while we're in Paris, I've been thinking about this too, right? And this is for all the, uh, the OGs who continue to lock in with us every week. You're hearing it here first again. We might just host a live show in Paris. We might just do that. I see it. Of course, with great wine. But we're going to host a live episode recording of Walk with TFB in Paris. Um, guest TBD, Don Staley, if you're around, hopefully, maybe, I don't know what, what day y'all probably get there, but we'd love to have you on the show, of course. Uh, but we're going to host a live show. And again, more information to come. Um, but first, of course, complete the link in our uh, podcast description so we can see more information about it. So with that, man, that's all for today. Walk with TFB is open for business. It's official. Um, I guess, what is that, June 29th is our first day, if you will, of opening our calendars for the fall 2023 semester and for the 2023-2024 school year. As always, I appreciate y'all rocking with us through the, the evolutions as we can, of Walk with TNB as we continue to move in our purpose as well. The next time you hear my voice, it should be a month from now, hopefully, but the next time you hear my voice, we should be kicking off season five. So if you are interested in being featured on the show or have someone that we need to feature, that can discuss international education, global sport, or black culture. Again, shoot me a DM or send us an email. But if you hear my voice sooner, 
uh, than a month and sooner than season five. Do not blame me. Thank God because he is the one in control. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I encourage us all to continue to identify our passion, inspire vision, and walk in purpose. Walk with TAB. Stay close. We're going far. We're walking. And as always, peace. Thank you.